up your frozen dinners, grab your TV tray, and settle in for another episode of The Plus Platoon, your podcast for all things Disney Plus, brought to you by Disney Plus fans. Watch along with us every week as we cover all the new, the old, the good, and the bad on Disney Plus. So put down that remote, don't touch that dial, and welcome your fabulous Plus Platoon host. Welcome, everybody. My name is Derek, and I'm one of the members of the Plus Platoon. We are a fan-filled Disney podcast that gives honest, spoiler-filled reviews of movies and shows on Disney+. Plus. We look at new releases, coming attractions, and we'll even go back into the vault to revisit some of the classics on classic Disney on the platform. Make sure you subscribe so you will never miss a moment. Hey, I'm going to bring in my girl, Kate. Hi, sis. (laughs) You're welcome. Yes, as as you can see, Kate and I are in the same location this week. (laughs) So hang on to your hats. Here we go. Um, Yeah, we are the Plus Platoon. Please like, subscribe, share. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram everywhere at Plus Platoon. So I brought in Kate. That's me. Next, we are going to bring in Gina. Gina, good to see you this evening. Hi. Nice to see you all in the bright, where are you guys in Kansas? We are in Kansas, <laughs> yeah. Nice. I can, can, enjoy I can Kansas. Tell you, to be honest, I'm not sure <laughs> what state I'm ever in. Even when I'm in Florida, I'm not entirely sure. Denial. Well, Denial. enjoy yeah. the weather. Enjoy Kansas. I'm here in <laughs> cold California. And last but not least, we've got Peter. Pete, how are you doing this evening? Denial. Are you in Africa? <laughs> no. No, we're in Kansas. Nice, this sir. Is, nice. This too. is me. This is me watching The Mandalorian this week with my cup of soup. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We, uh, and I've got a Grogu shirt, but you know, with the green screen, we can't wear anything green. So, uh, no. good point. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yes, this week we are watching The Mandalorian. We did watch The Mandalorian season three premiere. Um. They did do a recap at the beginning of it. Short one, short, very short. A short one, very short. But we also did a little bit of a recap last week on the show to kind of get, to get you a little bit <laughs> caught up ish. But not really. But not really. But not really. <laughs> so th- I would almost argue that this first episode was kind of a little bit of a recap reintroduction type thing. But Gina, I'm going to start with you on this one. Is this show still the way? Oh, so many layers to this answer. I'm going to start with yes, because it's Star Wars. So duh. Um, The second thing I want to say, though, is you have to watch everything to really know what's going on. So it's really hard for people who didn't watch Book of Boba Fett. So I read some people's things. They're like, what? Why is Grogu back? I thought they dropped him off. Why is Grogu cooing and ooing and what what is going on? Why is Bo-Katan in disarray? So there were so many things that if you didn't watch other shows, you wouldn't know what's going on. So I feel like it's fan service for for us, for us regular people, and it's kind of a disservice for people who don't watch every single Star Wars thing. So that's my opinion on is it the way? So that's yes for me, but I don't think for everybody unless you watch everything. Pete, what about you? Yeah, it it is odd that if you're like a fan of this show, but you got bored by Boba Fett, which was pretty boring early on, you missed 
uh, why Grogu's back. Like that happened in a different show. And they, I guess they kind of recapped it. Um, I, for my wife, before we watched this, we actually went on YouTube and we looked up a uh, recap. There are several of them available. And it was like a 12 minute week recap of the previous two and a half seasons. And I thought that even as someone that had watched the show, it was a good refresh because even though I like the show a lot, I've even watched the first season twice. I haven't, I haven't gone back and watched the second season yet. Um, but I, I kind of agree with you. I think this episode could be confusing for someone trying to step in and watch it without having watched the first two. Um, I also would say that not a heck of a lot happened in this episode. Um, so I don't think it was a great episode. I, there there's the show, the show has been fairly episodic in that a lot of the episodes are kind of self-contained. Something happens in the show at the start of the show to get, put Mando on a quest. And then he does something, he solves something by the end of the episode. And then there's the overarching story. And this one felt like there wasn't really an over, there wasn't really an individual story in this episode. It was more the overarching story, which um, I think could be a little bit confusing. So I'm curious to see what Kate and Derek thought because they are not as into it as as you and I, Gina. Right. I agree. So let's see. All right, Kate. It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. Um, because I didn't watch the second season of Mando. Um, however, I did not find it as hard to follow as you would think. That being said, Pete was right that there wasn't a lot of substance to this. But it was pretty odd from the recap and everything. It was obvious that he's trying to get his 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 groove back by getting back with the the Mandalores, Mandalores. so he's got to find the streams or whatever because that's but they've like been destroyed but obviously they're not destroyed um and grogu is a typical toddler except he's like really old 55 now right isn't he like 55 now (laughs) (laughs) the five years past yeah it's it's i didn't find it as hard to follow as you would think um, I didn't really know who to trust. That I will say, I was like, "Ooh, like the guy who comes in and welcomes Mando and is like, I need you to be my deputy." And he's like, "I don't work for nobody." Um, that or whatever he said. I was like, "Am I supposed to trust this guy? Am I supposed to know this guy?" I can't remember. Um, there were parts that made me laugh. The parts with the pirates kind of made me chuckle a little bit when he was like, "You just shot all my men." Um, <laughs> I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. It it's as someone who did not watch the second season, and I think I watched Book of Boba Fett parts of Book of Boba Fett. Um, it could have been a lot worse. Good. I didn't mind it, and I love that every time Grogu does something, he like waves at people. <laughs> like his little hand comes up and he waves, or when he kept stealing the food using the Force. <sighs> Or my favorite, spinning the that chair. Was, that was mine. <laughs> that was such a toddler move. And using the force to spin. Um, <laughs> this was okay. It 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 didn't hold my attention that well. Um, I'll be honest, especially like I, like when he got 
quote unquote caught by the pirates after the asteroid chase, I lost it a little bit there just because there wasn't much there there. Um, my favorite part was when the, the big crocodile monster fish, whatever came out that was cool. and they were shooting it and nothing happened. Okay. Hang uh, on. Why were they doing like a baptism? Because that's the whole thing. When they know. Oh, they don't know. Like, they didn't creature know. from the Black Lagoon. No, they did they know didn't. there was a, because oh. no, the gal knew there was because she knew something was coming, so she knew to back off. Yeah, but it reminded me of in Blazing Saddles when <laughs> with Mongo. No, no, yes. no, don't, don't, don't shoot him. You'll just make him mad. Yes. <laughs> well, and that's what I was like is like, why would you shoot a rope anchor into that thing? So that it can drag you and flip you around. <laughs> that seems like, like I get, yeah. I get shooting it with a flamethrower and everything, but like, That's yeah, I'm going to, sh- I'm going to shoot a rope into it and hold on. Good idea. I did <laughs> yeah, love that dinosaur thing. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I get kind of where they're trying to set up because you know, we haven't seen the last of the pirates and you know, we haven't seen, you know, he's going to go to Pandora. I'm sorry, Mandalore for these living waters. And Something's going to happen there, and Moff Gideon's going to come back somehow, and he's going to have some kind of matchup with whatever her name was. But we'll get into some of those predictions here in a little bit. (laughs) We have a boat, yeah. Um, My next question for this is, so in Marvel, we talked a lot about the different special effects and the different effects that they use in their different series. Pete, I'm going to go with you on this one. Are the effects in this better than the Marvel series have been? Than the Marvel series, I would say yes. Um, the Marvel series have been very spotty, especially of late. And um, quite honestly, She-Hulk was at times awful. <laughs> um, and and even, but even um, even Ms. Marvel, there was some. Yeah, um, I th- I think they do a really good job with this. I mean, I know this is this is kind of the flagship show of Star Wars, right? That uh, it's the most popular show, so it makes a lot of sense. I also think they do a lot of practical in camera mm-hmm. stuff, and then they also have what they call the volume, which is they actually project the background on screens as they walk around, and it's um, it's it's pretty amazing that like. You know, the, the, you know, I think the town itself, I think that was, that was practical, but, uh, but a lot of the, like when they go to different planets, a lot of times it's just them walking around and then there's, it's projected. So, um, you know, I, uh, I, I, I didn't find it distracting at all. Um, I even enjoyed the use of the little, I don't know what they're called, but the little, just remember Babu Freck from the, Babu Freck, one, of the few, yeah. one of the few good things from, Rise of Skywalker Nine. was the little uh, the little droid fixer guys, and I did oh my enjoy gosh. that scene. But they were they were clearly puppets. I love <laughs> but, them. But but I thought they were great puppets, and especially again when Baby Yoda like grabs one of them, and he's like, "No, no." <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So uh, what did, oh, what did you think? It's so weird when it's like, "Oh, we're going to Derek next." Oh wait, that's <laughs> me. Um, so. Before we jumped on and started recording, I said you all were talking about the effects, and I was like, "Man, I didn't, I didn't even notice the effects." And you all were like, "That's a good thing." So I would have to say, even though I am a 
colossal Marvel fan that I think that this hit it out of the park with effects, considering that I wasn't like, oh, She-Hulk. Oh, like, or, oh, everything is a green screen and everything is CGI and nothing is real. Um, not at all. I thought it was phenomenal effects wise. So it, yeah. What about you? Um, yeah, I think the, the crocodile monster was a little rough. It was a, yeah. it was, it was a little rough because it was one of the only things that was really obviously vet special effects. Right. Um, the pirates bugged me a little bit, yeah. Because especially the the main deputy pirate that we talked to, whatever his name was, because it looked like they do so much with practical effects that it was either a really bad practical effect. That's what I thought was a bad really costume, bad, or a really bad visual effect. I couldn't tell which. There. Um. One thing I am curious about is the the beings that were going along beside them as they were in hyperspace. The purple. Oh yeah, were those octopuses or, or whales? Or do we know what they are? Yeah, well, they're from Rebels, I think. Yes. And Ezra saw them. So again, you have to watch these other shows. So they're like, yeah, Ezra saw them when they were in hyperspace, <laughs> and they're like so the, squid. Yeah, they're, Star they're, Wars is very, very rapidly turning into Marvel. They're they're called they're called Purgle, and they are the only creature that is able to travel through hyperspace. And actually I was reading something today in like star Wars canon that actually part of how society discovered hyperspace was the purgle. But anyways, they're, they're also linked to the force. Yeah. I think um, force sensitive can see them. Wordle. Yeah. It reminded me I haven't done my world Wordle or, or porgs, but you know, yeah. portal. Yeah. Yeah. So Gina, so what do you think about the effects? Yeah. Um, for me, I really enjoyed some of the practical effects and some I was clearly, this is really bad puppetry. So like the pirate guy, the head guy, I forget his name. He was very poor. That costume was terrible. I thought it was a costume. It was very bad. Whatever that costume was. I don't know. It was like Swamp Thing. Yeah. Swamp Thing cost, (laughs) but it was a costume. It was really odd. So I felt bad for him. I'm like, how long did he have to sit in that chair? And it was not done very well. And then the other, um, I did like, I always love the space ones. I love the space. It looks like a cartoon to me. So I know it's CGI, but I love it because it's that cartoon animated thing. I just really enjoy that. But that's, I I don't know if that's better. I don't know if that's better than Marvel. It's just more animated to me, which I like. And I think on this, so much, you're used to so much of it being CGI. Mm Mm-hmm that you know you know that there is no way that they're going to actually have things flying through space you know right. that in <laughs> marvel there's no reason they can't do they shouldn't be able to do most of that stuff as costumes right that's I true mean, why can't they yeah why like, can't they never, make it a costume i've never understood why vision from marvel most of his face is cgi and i've yeah, why never would they understood- do that they could just do red makeup. He'd look so much they better. They could, yes, they could. but they don't. But if you yeah. look at what that actor actually looks like, right. it's almost entire. I mean, his face is red, but it's almost entirely CGI. And I just don't think it's necessary. I am grateful that they have Grogu as a puppet and not CGI'd. Um, because you can tell, even though CGI can be so good, like Rocket Raccoon is almost entirely CGI. 
but right. you can tell the difference. I'm just glad that Grogu is actually a puppet. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so what do you do with it? Okay, this is where Gina and Pete get to earn their money. Okay, <laughs> and I will start with Gina on this one. Predictions: What's going to happen in the series? Okay, Spe- I, well, first specifically, of- I want to know what's your main conflict going to be. Okay, and what happens with the relationship? Does something happen between Grogu and Mando? Okay, so this is going to be a different kind of. Um, series in that it's going to focus on Din Djarin and his quest, his quest to recover Mandalore. So his main conflict, I believe, is going to be with Bo-Katan because she is like, well, you can go down to the mines and I'll give you a little hint. I think she's going to show up down there and that's going to be the main conflict is between her and him recreating the, trying to recreate Mandalore. Um, the other question, the other, what was the other question? The first question was the main conflict. What's What's the, oh, is there anything between Grogu and uh, Din Djarin? I just feel, yeah, I feel like Din Djarin and um, Grogu are going to continue. They're going to be, they're going to be the clan of two. They're going to be their own little. Wait, wait, isn't that fest. a Sith thing? <laughs> it's Sith. It's, it's also Jedi. But <laughs> I just think they're going to be a clan of two. I don't think anyone's going to join his little group. That's why I just feel like he's going to be the apostate forever, like just separated with him yeah, forever. It's the one thing that bugs me a little bit about this series is that the first two seasons were this very much the story of finding Grogu, his path. Mm-hmm. And then in the book of Boba Fett, they were like, nope. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> and they brought and they, and they put Grogu back in and, but there isn't much of a story to tell with him. So yeah, I kind of feel like he's just going to show up and be cute every episode. Just a clan of two, um, yeah. you know, and, and maybe at some point Mando will teach him to shoot a blaster or something like that. I don't know. And, and we'll see him like fall over backwards. That'd be cute. It's very cute. <laughs> that would be funny. Be you cute. would laugh at that. <laughs> It'll be cute. <laughs> but that, but that, but that's mostly. It's, it feels like that's what they're going to use him for. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to bring back uh, Moff Gideon, trying to catch him again. But that, that would seem repetitive. Yeah, it feels like oh, it's, it's going to be. So, yeah. yeah, it's. It feels like it's going to. What Star Wars repetitive? No, it's not the same story every time. What are you let's, talking about? Let's hope another Death Star Seven, doesn't eight, show nine, up in this. Four, five, and six. Not at all. <laughs> um, I have no predictions. that's fine that's fine uh i do think like it was very the most interesting part of the show to me was the last scene with bo katan because she was the leader of mandalore she did have the dark saber at one point she lost it Mm -hmm. and then instead of her getting it back mando got it back right so he's technically by the rules the now the leader of mandalore (laughs) And but she was just like everybody left because I didn't have the dark saber. And instead of like being mad at him and wanting to get it from him, she's like, "Screw it, I don't even care anymore." And no, I, I, I don't buy that. But I, I don't. That's, that's exactly that's it. I don't gonna, think that's why you know, it's going to be the big yeah. <laughs> is Mando and Din Din Djarin the Din Djarin same person? The yes. same person? Okay. Yeah, that's his name. Din. They're all Djarin. Mandalorians. All the Helmety people are Mandalorians, and they have right. Bo-Katan How do they wash one. their face if they can't ever take off their helmet in front of somebody else? Oh, you can't take your helmet off in front of somebody else. Only in his sect. Got it. So, so you can take it off in like the pooper. Got it. 
right. True. Anyway. Or I, I don't know how you eat or if you just use a straw. You so who do you think his them. conflict is with? It's, it's going to be Bo, right? Like that's the only. It, it's it got to be with some other Mandalorians, whether it's maybe he maybe he decides to turn on his original sect to try to unite. Because because one of the things that the Death Watch or whatever they're calling themselves now, the, the people of the watch are very extremist, right? They're, that, mm-hmm. that he's part of is, are very extremist. So he may end up trying to unite the clans, which may go against what that his own sec wants to do. So I don't, I don't know, but I, I've felt all along like that's what the story is going to be. You're going to get much more into the weeds with Mandalorian history, which there's a lot of in, in Star Wars. Not in the movies, but no, but in the in the all the series that we've been watching. Um, to me, my only thought is there's going to be some kind of a big bad down waiting for him at the bottom in the living waters. Whenever he gets down there, either Bo Katan will be waiting down there, or I don't know, a very young Ben Solo will be waiting for him down there. (laughs) No, and and it won't be. It won't be. No. Is he live yet? I'm like, is he born yet? I don't think. I don't know. I don't know so, the timelines. <laughs> but anyway, I'm just. I think that's. I think that's. That's going to be your twist because is this? This is what six episodes? Eight, I believe. Eight. Eight. That'll come about episode six then. Yeah. So, but other than that, I I don't know. Uh, and I think sometimes trying to predict what's going to happen in Star Wars is even harder than trying to predict what's going to happen in Marvel. Oh yeah. Because so. especially with whoever's writing it, if they always twist and turn depending on who's yeah. writing it and directing. So. There's all different directors yeah. too, so it could go a totally different direction. So we will be keeping an eye. We will visit Mandalorian every week. It'll be it won't be the main focus of our episodes, but we will be hitting on it every week as far as what happens in the shows. Um, but yeah, that was that's episode one. Now we do have. Some Disney Plus news. Kate, what have we do got this we, week? Do we have Disney Plus news? Yes, we do, folks. On location. We're on a field trip. You're right. I'm with my brother. Here we go. Number one, Renovations, starring Jeremy Renner, helping communities by building purpose-built vehicles out of old government buses and trucks will premiere April 12th. Renner has called a second season of the show the main motivation for his recovery from a snowplow accident this winter. For those of you who didn't know, he broke 30 some bones when uh, the like a snow cat with a plow on the front. He tried he saved like his nephew from getting run over and it yeah. ran over him. Yeah. Like almost lost his leg. It's it's oh, he's like the real hawk. Yeah. True heroism. Or cool. six million dollar man. That's you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next up. And up. Apparently, long-awaited documentary Finding Michael is delayed from its March 3rd release due date um, due to some last-minute editing revisions that are needed. It follows reality star Spencer Matthews as he goes to Everest to look for his brother Michael, who reached the top in 1999 but never returned in a blizzard and whose body was never found. And the reason I said we said apparently long-awaited is because there's a small group on some of the Disney Plus chat boards that are just craving this documentary. Um, He is the youngest Brit ever to scale 
uh, Mount Everest. He was 22 at the time. Wow. How do they know he made it? Uh, because he broadcast from the top. And then he disappeared. And then coming down, there was a blizzard and he's, and they never heard from him again. Wow. Um, he beat the record of Bear Grylls as the youngest wow. to ever be up at the top of, on top of Mount Everest. Wow. So, okay. Did they die too? Uh, no, no, he hosts like an adventure show with like Channing Tatum and also yeah. sorts of celebrities. Yeah. As one does. He likes to he All likes right. to drink his pee. <laughs> I'm not Next even kidding. Up, Avatar Way of the Water will be released for digital purpose on March 28th. This indicates that it will be sometime before it is on Disney Plus. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be next fall before it's on Disney Plus. I think it's going to be a while because they want to try and milk as the, much revenue, <laughs> milk the sales. That's fair. Mm-hmm. And last but certainly not least, for worse or worse, the Santa Claus's series has been renewed for a second season. Eric Stone Street and Gabriel Iglesias are joining the series, probably attempting to bring some humor to this never anticipated series. (laughs) Yeah. What are they going to do? They're going to make Eric Stone Street the new Santa Claus? No, I think Gabriel Gabriel Iglesias is going to be the new Santa. Okay. I don't yeah, so I what know. happened at the end of the first season that so, okay, is setting so up a second season? Matt, well, Cal Penn, Cal Penn said, I'm not going to be the Santa Claus. He went back, Tim Allen went back to being the true Santa Claus. And I don't like, they're going to try it again. I don't know. Yeah, they're going to try it again. Yeah. Some things we just need to let die. Yeah. <laughs> like shoving them off a roof. Yeah. We can just have the, shove the series off a roof and then it'll be taken care of. So you got to check the clauses, though. Sometimes that doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's too many. <laughs> See what it is. Because there? there's way too many <laughs> of them. <laughs> so, All right. Okay. Okay. Next week, in honor of St. Patrick's Day coming up, we are going back into the vault to watch Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Uh, that also features a very young Sean Connery. Um, this is actually one of the first live action movies that Disney did. Uh, they did it over in Ireland because they had to keep there was a rule after the war that any foreign s- profits from films had to be kept in those countries. Okay. So that's why Disney had to make it in England and in Europe because any money made in Europe had to stay in Europe. Well, they, they actually so, made a bunch of movies in Europe. Yeah. Um, Treasure, they did a Treasure Island over there. They did. They did several. But ironically, the one set in London was filmed in Burbank. <laughs> Go figure. Excellent. So that will be next week. Uh, if you guys have suggestions, we've got some spots coming up late April, early May that we're going to have. You know, we need some suggestions on what to watch. Please email us at plusplatoon at gmail.com. And if you want to let us know what we're doing well or what we need to change, email us there too. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere at plusplatoon. And guys, we will see everyone next week. Bye, Bye guys. Thanks for watching this week's episode of the Plus Platoon. Be sure to subscribe to the Plus Platoon podcast to keep getting great content each week. Then head over to Apple Podcast and leave those five-star reviews as they help make the Plus Platoon visible to even more Disney Plus fans. Also, go to YouTube and like and subscribe to the Plus Platoon channel, where you can watch all future episodes live. 
If you have a question for the Plus Platoon, please send us an email to plusplatoon at gmail.com or connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Plus Platoon. The Plus Platoon is a Disney Plus fan podcast and is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or the Disney Plus streaming service. All opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the individual hosts and in no way reflect the views of the Walt Disney Company. Thanks for watching and be sure to stay tuned for next week's episode because the Plus Platoon is to be continued. Continued.